Welcome to the Conscious Business Leader Show. I'm Anna Choi, founder and CEO of Conscious Business Coaching, helping high achieving business leaders prevent burnout to grow in flow. Our firm empowers the next generation of global leaders who will cause a tipping point in elevating humanity's consciousness. Join us for the end of the show where we'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing business inspiration podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Ready? Let's go. Today we have Devin Miller at lawwithmiller.com. How are you doing, Devin? I'm doing wonderful as ever. No complaints. Great. Thank you so much for joining us today. Hey, my pleasure. Thanks for having me on. Of course. So I want to hear more about you, of course. So what's the story about how you got to where you are today? Yeah, so um, that's, you know, that's a, a probably a much longer, <laughs> longer, or a, a short question to a much longer answer. But, mm-hmm. you know, so I, it probably backs backs up to uh, I'll start with undergraduate. So I ended up getting four degrees, which are three de- or three degrees more. My mm-hmm. wife always says three degrees more than I needed, but <laughs> I got uh, engineering, electrical engineering degree, Chinese degree, um, a law degree, mm-hmm. and then a master's uh, business administration or an MBA. And really with all of that, you know, so I always, I, at undergraduate, I, I was doing electrical engineering as my primary focus. And I kind of got to the end and I said, Hey, I love engineering, but I don't want to be an engineer in the sense <laughs> that I don't want to be, you know, stuck on a project for a long period of time and be a small cog and a very big wheel. I, you know, I like to be able to, you know, have a much more greater impact. And so I was kind of at that crossroads and there's a part of me that loved entrepreneurship, startups, small businesses. And there's mm-hmm. a part of me that loved the law and kind of patents and be able to work with a lot of inventors and kind of work to protect it. And so both of those kind of had my competing interests and hence why I went and did both degrees. So I did a law degree and an MBA kind of splitting the deck. And then at the same time, while I was doing that, I was doing, you know, I was doing both degrees. Um, I was clerking for about 20 hours a week um, as a law clerk at a law firm working there. And then I was also um, did my first startups. And so um, entered in a business competition with some other people, did reasonably well, bought them out and started my first business. And so that's kind of been my mantra throughout all of my career is I kind of always have those two competing interests. On the one hand, so I've, and I've worked for some large law firms, top 100 in the nation you know that are I worked with uh, companies like Amazon and Intel and Ford and others and at the same point I still love to do startups and small businesses so with all of that about two and a half years ago I decided well I wanted to kind of branch out do my own thing focus on all my own things so I started Miller IP Law that uh, is focused on startups and small businesses okay. and then I'm continue to pursue a lot of the startups on in, on the side so I end up probably working two full-time jobs but love every <laughs> of it and that's kind of in a nutshell brought me to where i'm at today love that i mean like you said love both of it so as long as uh, you're enjoying the process and enjoying where you're at now it makes it worth it exactly so no i i I wouldn't i couldn't ask for anything more so never i never my i never have two days that are alike and every day is pretty pretty different the same time i i enjoy every minute of it love that absolutely so how have you been able to stay just saying that piece through so many transitions throughout your life and throughout your career um i don't know it's a good it's a fair question i mean I, I first of all i always joke you know when everybody anybody ever asked me my hobby i always tell them it's startups because that's where i end up putting all my time in a focus if i have any time um but it, for me I, 
it was, I don't know that I always, I oh, never, I didn't, don't know that I always balanced everything perfectly. I, mm-hmm. I probably come to a better place in life now than I sometimes previously did. But really when I started, I probably focused more, more on work and building career than I should, than I should have on family. And, you know, and that okay. was kind of, that's always uh, came to a point in my, you know, in my career that I always felt like, you know, family was always, there's always fires to put out right now, this, you know, for any given business, and there's always more things to do, the time to do them. But if I'm always so focused on putting out those fires, then I'll never, you know, those are always the immediate thing. I'll never have time for a life or for family or for anything else. And so I kind of had to step back and say, what I'm really going to do is I'm going to put out as many fires as I can while I'm at work, get as much, many things done. And then when I go home, I'm going to be present with the family. And then the next day, there'll be plenty more fires to put out and I'll come back and do more work and kind of take that as a mentality and and get as far as I can each day and leave what I can to get done for the next day. Absolutely. And so with that, now obviously you have some personal experience, I'm sure to offer your clients as well. Who exactly do you serve and what problems do you sort of help them with? Yeah. So we, we focus on startups and small businesses are kind of our mantra. You know, we have some bigger clients. We work with some larger ones, but really when I started the business is saying, first of all, I said, which kind of clients do I like to work with? What is it that I like to do? And I always found saying, Hey, the ones I always have the most fun with and enjoy most is the startups and the small businesses. You get a bigger impact on them. You get a see, you know, you, you actually, they, you're not a small cog in a big wheel, but what you're doing really does affect their business. And so we said, okay, we're going to do that. And then our mantra is more, you know, help, startups to protect and grow their businesses and so you know we offer on on the protection side we'll do everything from patents to help them protect their inventions trademarks to help them protect their brands we'll do business formations like llc's in order to help them protect their personal assets and then we also look at doing those same things not as only protections but really in order to build an asset to the company something that's investable that's valuable they can actually create and generate a profit for them and then we kind of marry those two things together so it's really the startups and the small businesses that we help do patents, trademarks, and LLCs, and a few other things like NDAs and things like those. Of course. And so even in your name, it says law, and obviously you named a bunch of legal aspects as well. So is there like some interest in, you know, lawyers or legalities as well that brought in that you brought into it? Or how did that kind of merge with business specifically? Yeah, so uh, so I'm an attorney, so patent and trademark attorney. So mm-hmm. in order to do patents and trademarks, unless you do them yourself as a solo inventor, you have to go through an attorney. So mm-hmm. it's part of what I did, you know, it's part of that startup that helping them protect and grow. Okay. That's where I got the law degree. I started wow. out, you know, when I started my firm a couple of years ago, two and a half years ago or so, it was myself and a paralegal. We brought on a few other attorneys, but I still offer that legal perspective of how you do that. And then I married that with offering the business perspective as well of kind of things that you should consider, not just from the legal, but from the business perspective. Okay, so you've worn a lot of hats then throughout your career. Yep, and I and I, I probably only continue to wear more hats. So it seems like <laughs> I continue to figure out ways to juggle more balls, not less. Of course, what hat would you say has been your favorite to wear then? Um, you know, that's probably you know the old cliche things is as much as you know saying mm-hmm. you know what it, you know picking your favorite child. You know, I'll <laughs> tell you the ones I don't like to wear: taxes. I don't like to wear payroll, accounting, all those of things. Course. Necessary evil to get done, and mm-hmm. uh, but you know the fun things. You know, I I, I enjoy the the law side. I enjoy doing patents and trademarks. I okay. enjoy 
you know, one of them, I think it's fun, whether or not I do well at it is website building. I, I tend to like to kind of get on the e-commerce or the, at least the online part of it, um, marketing with kind of with the business stuff. And then the overall management of a lot of times I find uh, that I end up spending more of my time directing a lot of the people, you know, so we have marketers on the team, we have attorneys, we have everything else, but it's kind of that bigger picture overview of how to get everybody doing what they need to do, getting everything done. And that's kind of, I think, kind of meshes everything or blends everything together and what I enjoy doing. Perfect. Well, I'm glad it sounds like you're in your favorite hat right now. So that's good. That's really good. <laughs> that's right. And throughout this journey, what are some of the obstacles that you've seen your peers or coworkers struggle with when it comes to energy management? Um, I mean, if the easy, the easiest one is with attorneys is uh, the legal field is notorious for, uh, for burnout in the sense mm-hmm. that, you know, everybody, the legals, legal profession is set up that you work a, what is called a billable hour. You work a whole bunch of hours and you get paid well, mm-hmm. and you're always writing off time. You're always trying to keep everything busy. And so one of the easiest things is for people in attorneys to get overloaded with too many things and get, you know, sacrifice family, sacrifice, you know, if you look at the legal industry, it's one of the worst for alcoholism, for drug abuse, for everything else. And it's because mm-hmm. they have to have coping mechanisms. And so I think that the biggest thing with a lot of times, at least in the legal profession and probably some degree in the startup profession, is taking on too many things, not balancing things enough, not finding that, you know, taking that, hey, I can only get so much today to, done today and we'll get more done tomorrow mm-hmm. leads to that burnout. And then when people get burned out, they kind of have that downward spiral that mm-hmm. causes them to do things that they otherwise wouldn't. Okay. And so what does them being conscious business leader mean to you being obviously in that kind of rigorous industry, probably to help, let's like say your coworkers, your employees, even dealing with your clients? Yeah. So what two, I think that there's kind of two ways to approach that. One is mm-hmm. how do we deal with clients and then how do I deal with the employees? Right. Mm-hmm. And so on the employee side, it's trying to one set a, and sometimes I do much better and sometimes I still work on mm-hmm. it, but setting an example of, of what, it, what it means to have that balance. Meaning if I'm always in here working all the time, never spending any time with family, then it kind of sets the pace that everybody else feels like they need to do that. Mm-hmm. So I try and take off at a reasonable time, get in at a reasonable time, you know, give that balance or give that at least that, you know, it's okay to have a family type of thing and have work and set that example. And then also we, you know, we regularly, uh, you know, talk about, you know, if, if you overloaded and how you manage things, we have those kind of one-on-one discussions to make sure that they're, they're managing things and not getting, you know, overloaded. And certainly there's times where you, you have a big push and you have to get things done, mm-hmm. but that shouldn't be the norm. On the client side, you know, as far as conscientious leader and kind of where I look at it is, you know, we need to be do or servicing our clients and making sure that they're taken care of. And, you know, it, one of the biggest things that we always harp on is customer service and how we actually taking care of the customer, our clients. And, it, and, you know, as funny as it sounds, you know, that should be a simple thing and an easy thing. And yet most law firms, most lawyers are terrible at customer service. You know, mm-hmm. give me an anecdote. You know, most attorneys, um, they take, you know, anytime and a client reaches out to them, it takes three to five days for them to reach back out. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you email them, call them anything, you can email them or call them on Monday and it likely won't be till Thursday or Friday mm-hmm. before you even hear back, which is just a terrible thing. So conscientious of how are we, tre- how are we treating our clients mm-hmm. like they should be treated, taking care of them, making sure that they are, if we were in their shoes, that they would, we'd be feeling like we were doing a good job. So I don't know, maybe that answers your question. Those are kind of a couple. <laughs> ways that I split up. Yeah, absolutely. Because you said it definitely is a difference of how you approach how you approach both sides of it, of course. And so 
you mentioned, like I said, being an example, kind of showing how to keep things balanced as far as the employees go. Is there anything mm. that you have implemented right now in your business as far as, you know, kind of maybe helping people have more of that balance? Yeah, I mean, one is certainly an example, and I think that's the biggest one. The other one that we do is we do some mandatory time off to where we tell people, okay. hey, you need to actually take your time off. It's not there just to, mm-hmm. as a, you know, in namesake only or to build it up and try and make more money with a payout or anything, but you need to actually take that time off. And we also try and encourage people, hey, if you have those events, you know, let's fight, you know, you, the best way I think I found is to make yourself approachable. So they feel like if they're coming to you with time off and they, if they have something in life, as long as it, you know, it fits within, we, we on top of our projects, getting things taken care of, make it as an approachable, you know, as a boss or as a leader mm-hmm. in order to say, Hey, yes, you, you know, that's perfectly fine. That's understandable. We also are reasonably flexible even before COVID hit before it was cool of letting people, if they need to work from home or they need mm-hmm. to have a bit of remote work, we still or still have people come in the office but we do have that flexibility. Hey, we okay. got to I got to go do this with the kids. I'm not I wouldn't get I wouldn't be able to get back in time to really make sense to commute back and forth. Can I finish off the day from home? And as usually okay. it makes sense, we certainly let them. So, kind of a, a few different things that we try and uh, create mm-hmm. that bit of that culture that allows people to one feel like they can take two or time off and two let or or lead by example. Right, of course, just showing that you understand at the end of the day that they're human and need to in order to function, they need to take care of some things outside of the office as well and have that balance. Yep, exactly. So what exactly is the free strategy meeting that your company offers? Yeah, so another thing kind of going almost back to that kind of customer service type Mm -hmm. feel is one of the things that I found, you know, work with a lot of startups and small businesses is that oftentimes they are hesitant to approach an attorney or even going to their office because they feel like they're going to have to pay for a consultation or they're going to have the billable hour kick in. And every time they ask any question or send any email, they're going to be billed for it. And so- that was stopping people from getting good legal counsel or actually doing okay. some of the things that their business needed. So we said, okay, how can we remedy that? And we said, okay, well, let's, you know, if they, if they're wanting to, now, if you hire me to do work, I'm going to bill you for it because I still need to make a profit, <laughs> yes. but at least on the sense of, Hey, if you have questions, if you're needing to get, if you want to get going, get a strategy in place, we'll sit down with you. We'll have a meeting. It's up to 30 minutes. They can ask, ask any questions. We'll answer them both from, Hey, this is what I do with the, if I was in your shoes to, Hey, this is what a pattern is or this is what a trademark is or here's what you may want to consider hey i wouldn't do this right now or you may want to hold this off in the six months but we kind of just sit down have a meeting where they can kind of get their questions answered get a roadmap get a strategy we don't charge them for it and that allows them to kind of understand what they should be thinking about with their business okay so kind of just to open the door a little bit like so they can peek their head in see how it goes and everything like that and then hopefully something can happen further from there yep exactly Perfect. Perfect. And so where do you see the company going within the next three to five years? What is your ideal, you know, vision? And I'll, I'll, I'm going to add one more thing to the last question. They'll yeah, absolutely of answer that. Of course. So, and if, if anybody just, you know, if, if any of the listeners of that want to come along, all you do is go to freestrategymeeting.com. You can grab some time and, and be able to schedule that way. So just as a, an easy way to connect up, if you ever have any questions on the legal side, particularly with business patents and trademarks, feel free to reach out to us there. Perfect. Now, yes, three to five years. Um, you know, that's always a hard question. I don't know if I fully settled on it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, 
I look at it as less on do I want to make so much of an income? I mean, obviously, we want to be profitable. We want to make money. If not, a business a business goes out of business, and mm-hmm. uh, that doesn't work. You know, we want to, but I, I look at it as more what are the goals or where do we want to be in position as opposed to I do I need I don't need to have so many employees that feel successful. Mm-hmm. We don't have to have so, so much of an income, but are we certain, you know, are we keeping on with where we want to be in the sense, are we still focusing on startups and small businesses? And, you know, one of the other things we've looked at is, you know, the next three to five years, if you ask me at least where the legal industry is going, I think there's a lot of, you know, you see it right now with legal zoom pop up and, and rocket lawyer and other things where there's kind of that need for, Hey, people are saying we can't always afford an, a, an attorney or we can't mm-hmm. afford the high attorney's rates, but we still need help. And what are those other tools? And so a lot of the things okay. that kind of for the next three, to five years in addition to what we're doing now is to start rolling out a lot of those tools that help the startups and small businesses to be able to take care of their business even if they can't always afford us as attorneys and so that's kind of one of the things we're looking as to how do we position ourselves to help those that are maybe can't always afford an attorney now i always i still recommend an attorney i think that's the best option Mm -hmm. but i also been there in the startups and the small businesses and Mm -hmm. know you know money there's always more things in in a small startup to spend money on than money to spend and so when you're doing that let's figure out how we can continue to help the business community right kind of increase accessibility a little bit while still being profitable exactly Uh uh-huh of course so Devin miller can be found at lawwithmiller.com is there anywhere else that people should go to to find more information or to contact you yeah. So you mentioned one lawwithmiller.com. That's going to be the kind of the general website, let you know what our prices are. You can also schedule the strategy meeting. You can find out more about us. We have a lot of content and a lot of tools and information there. So that's a great place. We already mentioned one of the other ones, which is freestrategymeeting.com. They can go there and they can schedule some time to sit down and chat about their business and what they might want to consider. And if they, if people ever want to reach out to me, whether it's to find out more about my businesses, <laughs> chat, shoot the breeze, become my next best friend any of the reasons they want to reach out to me you can go to meetdevin.com and that one's one that just links to my personal calendar and they're always welcome to reach out and uh, connect up with me there perfect great thank you so much devin miller so this has been great amazing information y'all take check that out at lawwithmiller.com thank you devin thank you for having me on it was a pleasure Thanks for listening to the Conscious Business Leader Podcast. If you're a conscious business leader or entrepreneur who would like to be on the program, please visit annasunchoy.com slash apply. Now, if you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone, text it to a friend, or post it on the socials. And if you do that, tag us with the hashtag ConsciousBusinessLeader. Now, can you also hook us up now to your podcast player and just give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. Your feedback helps us better empower that next generation of global leaders to cause a tipping point in elevating humanity's consciousness through being a loving presence. While you're at it, hit the subscribe button. You know why? Because each week you're going to be inspired and energized 15 minutes a day. My name is Anna Choi. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at annasunchoy.com. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Conscious Business Leader Movement. Mm-hmm.